Hey, everybody, Mark Herman, a.k.a. L.A. Bengals fan on most of the major platforms. And I am joined here by super fans, Devin and Jake Circus. And this is the first of the free agency uh, jungle talks. Yeah, I almost forgot the name of our show. I'm so excited. You guys all know why we are now recording this show, because we just snagged Orlando Brown and solidified our left tackle spot, and this is huge. We said, Jake and I said last week when we did the show, the news is going to dictate when we record. And I'm sitting here working in my office, and I go, oh, my gosh, we just signed Orlando Brown. Immediately shoot shoot a a message to Jake. We grab Devin, and here we are. What a great day. So just tell me thoughts, guys. Let's jump in. Yeah, I I mean, I I, there was a lot of – frustration like it kind of reminds me of like in 20 2020 before they signed dj reader because that came out of nowhere and then it was like oh we're we're looking at dj reader and then oh the broncos topped our offer he's gone and then 20 minutes later oh we gave we up the offer and we got dj reader but that was late afternoon on day two and and all the linebackers went on day one everyone got pissed off all the tackles went and then we signed one of the you know, a, a player who's a top player at his position. And that's kind of what they just did uh, an hour and a half ago. Um, we're going to talk about all the contract stuff, but yeah, very exciting stuff. They got a top 10 player on the market pound for pound. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's just how yeah. it is. And it's, it's the best signing they've made since reader. It's one of the three best signings in franchise history. Uh, it's, it's an exciting day. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. Listen, what I, what I like and, and Jake, obviously we were texting right away. And, and one of the coolest things is this is a, like Jake said, we're going to get into the contract, but this is a contract unlike the Bengals have ever given. And we'll get into the money and what it means. But, you know, there's been a major change in this front office and this ownership in recent years. Um, everybody wondered why the stadium out of nowhere, kind of, we got the renaming before the season. That's an influx of cash. It takes cash to run a football team. If I'm not mistaken, the Bengals are the only NFL team that is owned by an owner that doesn't have any other business entities, Paul Brown and the Brown family. They only own the Bengals. So they don't have tons and tons of cash. And that has shown throughout the years, uh, with what they do and, naming rights and so much of the other stuff the family's done um, puts us in this position. And, you know, the Bengals have never been big splash day one folks. Um, you know, I, I, I had, a, there's a, a thread of Bengals fans that Jake and I are on. And uh, one of the guys made a comment, Oh, same old Bengals. We're back to doing nothing. And, you know, my response was before three years ago, Bengals fans never knew when free agency was or really even paid attention. It's all changed in the last couple of years. Bengals have never done much day one, day two, a little more noise, but a, a splash like this. Is and then they go bargain hunting. They go yeah. bargain hunting at the end. Yeah. This was a graphic I grabbed off of Facebook or Twitter, and I was going to tweet it out later tonight to tell people to just relax. The caption says, Katie is cooking. Okay. I was going to tell everybody, will you guys just chill out? We have to re-sign Burrow. And before I could even tweet this out, we got Orlando Brown. But that was, that was the graphic was the, the Katie is cooking. And this is what's different. This is what's different is that they've taken over the team and they have a completely different philosophy on, on money and what they're doing. And they're, it, the, it's yeah, huge. the, f- 
the philosophy on on money for sure is different, which means that they're they're more interested and inclined to dish out long term big big contracts to out of to team players who are not currently on the team to outside for agents. But the their philosophy of value hunting and it's it's just now not dumpster diving anymore. They are yeah. seeking value for premium players at premium positions. And I tweeted this Monday night. I was like, keep in mind that almost nothing that happened today, Monday, has any significance on the landscape of the league. Super Bowl odds are lowly affected. Win totals won't surge or fall. Day one is when we find the losers, not the winners. Day one yeah. is when the teams with a lot of cap space who did not win many games just throw money at players. And yeah. that's not what the Bengals do at yeah. all. It's that's that's never what they will do. It's never what they did, or it's it has not been what they have done the last three years. Cheeto, Mike Hilton, Hendrickson was day one. Um but the corners that they've signed, the linemen that they've signed, um, they've been value hunting. And I know they signed Alex Cap at at 1201 last year, 12-1. Eastern time. That was the only one, but that that was probably negotiated and finalized at the combine in Indianapolis three weeks prior. But yeah, that's it's the philosophy in terms of money has been, has changed, but their idea that they're just going to find the best value that is, I I think it's better than just dishing out money to players who you'll cut in two years and aren't a whole bigger impact or aren't making a big impact. I think you made a great point about what goes on the beginning of free agency. Somebody, I forgot who it was, but somebody that I respect that knows their stuff um, tweeted midday yesterday, so a day and a half into free agency, and listed the only teams that had signed multiple players, not talking about re-signing players, so brought in more than one player so far in free agency. There were 16 teams, so half the league, four were playoff teams, and three of them were Dolphins, Giants, Vikings that are all marginal Playoff teams, not that impressive Te- playoff team. teams that are in desperation mode. All, right. all three of those teams are you're either you're bad or you're in desperation mode. Just because those teams made the playoffs, uh, they'll all three of them are going to be favored to miss the playoffs in the upcoming Absolutely. year. Yeah, oh all yeah, all three of them. The teams that had multiples, it was the the Panthers, the Falcons, the Bears, the you know right. all garbage teams. The only the only real the only team looking at that list of sixteen that had signed two players that you'd say, well, that's a good team was the Niners. Yeah, the you know, typically the teams that you mentioned are teams that even though they made the playoffs, they had major issues. They still had issues. Their well, fan base had yeah. questions. They needed to excite their fan base because their fan base, even though they made the postseason, were like, you know, like you just gave Daniel Jones all this money. You can't be super excited. I mean, as a Giants fan, there's still question marks. Is this still the guy? I mean, we're going to extend Burrow. We know he's the guy, you mm-hmm. know. The Giants fans have just bought more time to find out. So yeah. there's both, all those teams had issues. Um, this has actually been, we said at our last show, that the Bengals had already won the the the, uh, the this period, the offseason, with the fact that we didn't have our coaches rated. We had both our coordinators. You look at the poor Eagles. I mean, at coaching staff isn't going to resemble anywhere near what it looked like. Um, and we've got another year with that continuity, so important. And then we, we, we ended up keeping Jermaine Pratt, which we thought was gone. Okay. You know, so Pratt stays and then everybody's freaking out p ryan leaves p ryan was expendable he's replaceable it wasn't a big deal class is phenomenal in running back and the rookie draft oh yeah and then we didn't resign hayden hurst i was like this is the deepest tight end class we just addressed 
left tackle, we can now take a first round tight end if we want or a second round tight end. We can do that. This is what the free agency period is about is taking care of needs so you can address other ones in the draft. We just took care of a huge one. I mean, this and not only sorry, Mark. Not only addressing needs, what what we've started to see, you know, year one we signed the Cheetos and the, and, and the Mike Hilton's. Year two, Lawson was out. Hendrickson came in last year. It was the offensive lineman. So we're now we're looking at four years of free agency in this new world of, of Bengals, of Bengals world. There more than ever, and, and now it's obvious, and we've got a body work. There's a plan, and they they know what they're doing now, and. To be able to say that as a Bengals fan and every once in a while pop in a surprise like this, you know, Jake, I don't want to take everything that you said. I'm not going to take credit for it. At least I'll at least say you said it is this reeks, uh, you know, everybody's like, why no safety? What are we doing in the first three days? This reeks of this was the plan yes. and to do this deal. It probably took two and a half days and it's just what they're doing and the plan that they have. You know, Jake and I always joke when when fans make fun of the coach and make fan of the make fun of the GM or rip the GM. I've always believed in this, and Jake picked this up for me. You know what? The manager of the team, the head coach of the team, the GM of the team—they're smarter than us. So let's let them do their job and let's just root. They're now in years past. We might not have been able to say that about the Bengals organization, but they have a plan, executing on the plan, and so far. They're heading out of the park, and we've now got four years of data to to look back at that on. Yeah, no, I I feel like we should tell the I feel like we should start talking about Orlando Brown. So, oh, we're going to we're going to. So the last piece was we lost Von Bell. I I really wanted to see Von Bell stick around. I know Jake, you're kind of on the fence. He's an aging guy, but he had some great moments for us. He came through with some cool plays. You know. I knew Bates was gone. I knew I didn't think we were going to pay Hurst a ton of money. Um, P Ryan's expendable. Pratt was a big surprise. And then Brown today was just, this has just been great. I mean, I'm excited. Uh, I'm so, and this has to, this has got to ask, you know, obviously we're all waiting for the borough, uh, the borough news to come out and it will come out. This is a major signal to borough that, Hey, we're going to take care of you, brother. This is it. We're going to keep you upright. Yeah, I think this right. is this is huge, and it's a double-edged sword because one of our big AFC rivals just lost a huge piece, and he's sitting on our line now. So, I mean, this is good stuff. So, let's get into some of the specifics. What do you got on the contract? So, this was the contract that the Chiefs offered Orlando Brown, who they gave up a first-round pick to acquire him from Baltimore. Uh, two years, two and a half years. Oh, yeah, this time two years ago. He played two years with the Chiefs. So in July of 2022, the Chiefs offered Orlando Brown a contract six years, $139 million, which six years is unheard of for a tackle uh, in, in the right. NFL. But the sixth year was like a Mickey, a Mickey Mouse void year. So it was, they had $44 million in, in year six. It was a void year. He was never going to get that. Right. Um, $31 million signing bonus, $38 million fully guaranteed. Uh, 95 million over five years. So that was basically what the contract was because the year six was non-guaranteed and a void year. So five years, 95, 31 million signing bonus. Bengals got him for four years, uh, 63 something million dollars. The APYs average per year, 23, the Chiefs offered him and 16 is what the Bengals got him for. We're going to see a, a 19, right? 595 is 19, so throwing out that six-year 19 versus 16. 
Yeah. Yes, correct. Yes, correct. So four years, 64, 31 signing bonus is what he just signed with us. We're going to see a year one cap hit under $10 million. So they still have, have room to make another move. Um, a piece that I was talking to someone about an hour ago was the cap hits in 2024 and 2025, which is year the last year that T. Higgins is under contract and the first year that he's not probably cap hits around 25 million. So that is eating a little bit in the T Higgins fund potentially, but there's, that's still a long way. T Higgins is under contract for two. We are in uh, under team control for two more years because they can tag yeah. him as well. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But this, I mean, if these numbers are right, um, which I believe they are, and, and we saw the contract that Jawan Taylor got from the Chiefs, who is not as good of a player at um, as Orlando Brown, and he's moving positions to go play left tackle for KC. Uh, I think Candace said he took an L here, honestly. Uh, and of course, the, now the, the KC fans who were so happy uh, when they traded for him, who, who wanted the, them to work out a long-term deal last year and this year when they didn't tag him a second time. Of course, all the Chiefs fans are saying how washed he is. You know, he didn't have a great start to the year. Orlando Brown was the third highest graded tackle. Tackle, not left tackle. He was the highest, third highest graded tackle in 2022 from week seven on, including the postseason. Yes. Yeah, Chiefs are all over Twitter bashing and Bengals. You, you Careful yeah. what you ask for. You're going to get it. Jake, I want to ask you a question about what you said about the contract. So the cap hit this year is ten, and then you said it goes to twenty five. In, in so we those those numbers we don't know yet. These are just predictions, right. predictions from a couple of Bengals guys who okay. um wouldn't, who do a lot of cap stuff. It, wouldn't they have wanted to do it the other way? Twenty five this year and ten in future years, or is it not? No, no, that's 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 not really normally how it works. Um, because when you give a, a big signing bonus, you you want the 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 bigger cap hits to come later. And one thing Katie Blackburn doesn't do is we don't ever have that junk year at the end of the contract that tries to make the numbers look really big. But the Steelers are notorious for this, but they have no intention of the player playing there. They let Porter go before his last year, Farrier go before his last year. I mean, those are just junk things thrown into the contract. So you know, we expect you, we do contracts and that's why we're not constantly playing games. You don't see us restructuring guys all the time because we don't play those games in the beginning where we have to kind of play the shell game to create more cap space. Katie Blackburn's very straightforward with this. She's been handling the contracts for, you know, a couple decades now. So Mike Brown was smart. He sent her to law school. You know, you're going to have a family member handling contracts. up on us, Mark. That's what you go. Who did? Oh, yeah, Jake. Bro. You, Jake, you don't give a right tackle $64 million. Everything that you're better at this than me, but everything that I've seen is that Orlando Brown is a right tackle. You there? You're frozen, too. We had a hiccup and we're back. Um, I don't know. I think it was my internet this time. So, but uh, I always say technology is great when it works. So um, the last thing I was talking about was Katie Blackburn not putting the junk uh, years on the contract. And it was a genius move. Mike Brown saying you're to law school. So that yeah. was the last thing I remember saying. So what did you guys say when you eat? When, and then I paused. So yeah, yeah so go I, ahead. Dad. I, po- I posed to, to Jake and for discussion, um, everything that, that I've been reading in the last hour or two and, you never know what you're getting with Kansas City fans is that Orlando Brown is a right tackle that was asked to play left tackle 
for two years uh, with the Chiefs. And then if I'm not mistaken, the reason he was traded from Baltimore, and I'm going back a couple of years, is because Orlando Brown wanted to play left tackle and the Ravens had Ronnie Stanley, the rookie, if I think he was a rookie, and they wanted Stanley, Stanley Stanley to play at left tackle. So they moved Brown, traded him to the Chiefs. He played left tackle for two years. Is he our left tackle? Jonah moves to right tackle and Lyle Collins is now depth. Well, yeah. the the former part of that is true. I don't know about Jonah Williams, what this does for him. He could be traded. He could play right tackle. Um, Jonah's not a guard, so he's going to play one of, the, one of the two tackles, and it's probably going to be right tackle if he's still on the team. Yeah, I, Orlando Brown is a right tackle. Uh, he was one of the best right tackles in the league. He's more so maybe top eight to ten left tackle. Um, but that's that's what they're paying him for. I mean, he said right uh, five million, right? Yeah, and Mike Garofolo tweeted that he talked to Orlando Brown like ten minutes after the news came out, and he's and Orlando Brown said, "I'm excited to play left tackle." So that pretty much that does puts it. the pen in that. I mean, that, that that does it. I mean, once you saw the contracts, like you know, I mean, he that's that's left tackle money, and uh, that is if he's anything above average, that's a steal, like. You like the elite tackles get more than twenty million dollars, uh, and if he is as good as he was last year, that's I think that's a steal. PFF had him um, projected five years, a hundred and two million dollars, with sixty five guaranteed. And they're they're normally spot on with their projections, especially for the the top tier players where there's not as much volatility with the guarantees and the the money because top tier money is top tier money. Uh, so they're normally smart with that. They had him as their the highest offensive lineman on the board by far. They had him a couple of spots above Jawan Taylor, and Chiefs got Chiefs offensive line got worse and ours got better. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was saying. It's a double. We actually get uh, it's two gifts because we weakened uh, AFC rival. So I got and uh, we uh, the news also came out that the Jets and the Steelers. We're uh we're trying to outbid us, and the Bengals came in, I guess, last minute and and and, and got that 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 guaranteed money up there and beat the Steelers and the Jets. Yeah. I got a uh, I got a text from a very good friend who uh, we have very cordial, fun banter for years. Diehard Ravens fan. The second it broke, he's like, "Man, that one hurts." Not only going to you, he was ours a couple years ago, and I guess his dad. Uh, played for the Browns and the Ravens when the Browns went to the Ravens. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hey, love it. This is a great day. Like I said, it's uh, I, I completely unexpected. The Pratt news was unexpected. This is unexpected. Every other than Von Bell leaving, everybody else I expected. I didn't think we were gonna play P Ryan. I didn't think uh, Hearst we were gonna pay. I mean, and Bates we knew was gone. So you know, right now yeah. this is all part of the plan. Jake, okay, the money left. Do you think there's plans or do you think it fits to sign a big name like a CJ Gardner Johnson or even Well, a- okay, you didn't tell me that the so Cam Taylor Britt said if you know, you know. You didn't tell me that was quote tweeting CJ Gardner Johnson yeah. tweeting dot dot dot. Yeah. You did not you left that part out. I mean, it, he's right been teasing it. I I don't know what this is. Like, I have no idea. I, well, I'm when the, I'm going to leave it. They're doing that stuff on Twitter. It never amounts to anything. Like, what a, what does Cam Taylor Britt know? Nothing. I, you know. No. Well, I just took that as, hey, buddy, come on over. Yeah. It's like, if you, like, 
you, if you know, you know, you know, we're legit, you know, we're the team you want to play for. That's how I took that. Not, Hey, this is done. And I know it. Right. I took, you know, you want to come here, bro. But this is the people yeah. complain about how much money these guys make. This is the good thing about once this gets into the FU money category, you know, it's like, Burrow will take so you only make 40 million a year or 45 million a year, you know, and you do stuff to help out the whole team. So you take a little less, but you go to a place you want. Orlando Brown has a Super Bowl ring, you know, he, he's now doing stuff that he wants to do for his career, you know. So that's like I said, that's one of the advantages of getting into these these dollars where even you you're doing you talk about a Andy Dalton just got five million a year for being for doing what being the bridge quarterback for whoever the Panthers draft this year. I mean, even yeah. even just the serviceable people court, you know, contracts, it's still, you know, millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. I'm so gonna say you used to play for free. Right. So two I've got two more things. First of all, Lando Brown had a phenomenal Super Bowl, only one pressure allowed, no sacks. Uh, was really good in the run game, too. Chiefs had a couple of big runs that were anchored by uh, Orlando Brown getting out in space, which he won't do much for us, but you never know. Uh, number two, the Bengals have always showed their hand with the guys they sign, the guys they most – well, normally the guys they don't sign, but now the guys they do sign, they like captains and stuff like that, but they don't sign guys into their 30s. Orlando Brown's 26. We were on the show, Mark, a couple weeks ago talking about they're probably going to draft left tackle and start him because they got to reset that clock on finding right. their franchise left tackle because Jonah didn't really fit that mold. He gave us a couple of good years, was always kind of hurt. But Orlando Brown's 26 years old. This is basically like they drafted someone and skipped the part then skipped the part where they have to develop him and and know they've they know who who they have in him and they have a top 10 player at his at a very important position. Yes. This is the best lineman they've had since Andrew Whitworth. Yeah. Who never should have left. Agreed. So now do you think they make a play for like Jacecki or you think we'd go draft and just draft a tight end? Well, Mike Gusecki has now seen his value drop in three consecutive seasons. Uh, he got the franchise tag. I think last year he wanted a long-term deal. Uh, the tight end market is really down. So, yes, I could honestly see Mike Gusecki happen. Uh, if he comes to, to the Bengals, Burrow's going to get him paid next year. That's just how it's going to go. Um, you know, he's not really a run blocker. So the Dolphins, no. Bengals probably, it's not really a great fit. Um, but he's, you never know. It's He he is an athlete. He's a, you know, if, I, I always say this, and I told you this, Dad, with the, the Waller trade, and, you know, he only, his cap, it's only $12 million dollars anything under $15 million for an elite pass catcher is a steal. I don't know if Mike Gusecki is an elite pass catcher, but he's one of the best pass catching tight ends there is. So if, if the tight end market is still dipping, that's probably why we haven't seen him come off the board. Cause we've seen now every top player at each position sign, except for the top two tight ends, both Dalton Schultz and Mike Gusecki are still on the board, but that's because the tight end market is draining right now. It's super, super low. I don't know why, um, but yeah, that's that, that could be a move. Yeah. So if, if we, that market's dropping and Dalton Schultz is easily the top tight end in the market, and maybe it's because the tight end class is so good coming out of the draft, I've heard next year's is good also. Why not throw 10, 11 million for one year at Dalton, at Dalton Schultz and let's go? 
I mean, they 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 have mo- they have a lot of they have two three glaring holes in the defense right now. Like that's going to need to get addressed. Yeah. Um, I guess we need a safety. Well, you need a safety. We need a corner. You always always add a corner. We're real big on that. <laughs> I I think our first round pick probably goes corner. I think that's I what we wind so. up doing here. So. Especially when you look at who we who we who we spent time with at the combine, it was tight ends uh, yeah. and corners. Yeah, the, so I'm the, no fa- the the Bengals have again shown their hand. They are prioritizing offense. So we I expect the T Higgins deal to get done, which means you know they got Pratt for a steal, which probably opens the door for a Logan Wilson contract extension. But guys like DJ Reader, who's in a contract year, Chidobia Wuzie, who maybe we kind of are getting lucky that he's not coming back till midseason, which will lower his value. But we just let the second or third best player on our defense walk, and Jesse Bates had, had no choice. That was we all saw it coming, but it still happened, and we right. can talk about it. Um, so they're going to draft a lot of defensive players over the next three to four years, and that's the hand that 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 they've shown. And now they've got that staple left tackle that we don't. Now we don't have to worry about that. You know, I, I get the interior pressure has been a problem, but you can't use last year because Kappa was hurt. Right. You can't like if if Alex Kappa plays in that Chiefs game, it's a different game. So you can't compare the end of last year to like the end of the Super Bowl. It's com- two completely different things that they fixed the interior last year. So we don't yeah. need to worry about that. And right tackle was a huge problem last year because Collins was playing hurt. And if, you know, they have a plan at right tackle, maybe they draft someone, they probably will. Then we can solve that problem too. And we're in the same spot we were yeah. five months ago. Yeah. Uh, you know what's of- fun to think about is – this gets talked about uh, in uh, probably June, July. Joe Burrow, knock on wood, is going to have his first normal training camp as a professional. Yes. As a rookie, he had COVID. Year two, he was coming off injury. Right. And last year, the appendectomy. Yeah, until until he needs to get his, his wisdom teeth pulled in, in August and, but he's, and he's on bed rest. Place. I mean, last year, everybody thought the line was magically going to be repaired. That line was terrible weeks one through three, but four through 16 or 15, that line was good. Other than Collins being a little bit of a blip, Jonah had some issues, but all in all, that line did a great job for, for weeks four through 15 or 16. Yeah. I mean, they have a, it's, he's a, he's the term that's about, you'll hear a lot over the next month is plug and play. That's exactly what Orlando Brown is. You know, we knew Alex Kappa was, he was going to fit at right guard. He was going to do his thing. But Collins was a question mark. That's why he had, he had to get released because he was injured and the con- he, contract status was up in the air. Um, Karras is, you know, he's Ted Karras. He's he's a, an average center, a little bit above average, but better than what we had with Hopkins. And Orlando Brown is the, is the star. And he's getting paid like it with the guaranteed money. And, you know, we, this this was, again, the Bengals showed their hand. Once Orlando Brown, or once the Chiefs signed Jawan Taylor, that flip to switch in the Bengals mind and be like, okay, we're going to give this guy a blank check and we're not going to, we're not going to talk to him without, we're not going to hang up the phone until he's a Bengal. And that's, see, it, it seems like this is what they've been occupied with the last three days, last two, two and a half days. And it's done now. So now, so now, because once they got the reader deal done two year, two or three years ago, then, you know, they waited a couple of days, got Von Bell. They signed Mackenzie Alexander. Um, who else did they get? Uh, oh, uh, Josh Bynes. All of those chips right. fell in the coming days. So that's where we're going to see the Bengals sign a depth corner. They're going to sign probably sign another pass rusher. Right. And then, and then of course, you, you have to get an athletic safety. I, I think Taylor Rapp is probably the guy there. 
Uh, one one Thornhill went today. That was kind of a guy I, I would have liked to see them yeah. make a play for. But Taylor Rapp, probably the guy there for, for safety. So CJ Gardner-Johnson's been the big name that everybody wants, everybody knows. But I saw a couple of people today say they think Taylor Rapp's a better fit and a better ball player than CJ. You're you're better at that than me. I don't know anything. On that. I, I mean, I, I think CJ CJ Gardner Johnson is one of the 15 best players at his position. Uh, he's he can he he's versatile, and that's what what Von Bell did, and that's what what Lou loves is is versatility because Dak Sell is going to play center field, um, yeah. and he's probably going to be very good at it. He, like people forget about Dak Sell. I don't care about three special teams penalties. I guess you know I know they came in big spots, but. He's not a. He didn't draft him to play special teams. They drafted him to replace the guy that just left, and that's what he's going to do. He was a first round pick, and you know all the draft experts thought the Bengals got a steal with Dax Hill at thirty one or twenty, whatever. Yeah, I guess thirty one last year. Yeah, um, yeah. Mark, our buddy Heath has been very critical of Dax Hill. He's going to be just fine. You know, I, my whole thing was is he wasn't ready. A lot of the fans were yelling on Twitter to get him out on the field. And I said, let's give our coaches. Remember we talked about we don't have all the information. If Zach, Zach is not Marvin Lewis. If these guys are rookies and they're ready, they're on the field. Marvin Lewis, it was hard to crack the starting lineup, but Zach's not that way. And I just kept yeah. saying, we have this coaching staff. We trust them. They have more information. Dax he probably isn't ready. And then when he committed those penalties, it kind of showed he wasn't ready. But he's going to have a whole other camp where he's the man. He's He worked behind Jesse Bates this last season in Bell. So he's got that under his belt. And now he's the, now it's his time. So, you know, you know? It, it's, it's they they asked Dak Hill to make his NFL debut playing slot corner when they drafted him as a safety. He played an entire game when Mike Hilton was out in the right. slot. That was the only game he started all year. It's it's They have confidence in him, and it's just going to keep getting better. But I, I think Bengals fans were a little bit spoiled with, how, with what Jesse Bates did in his rookie season um, because they had all the confidence in the world in him. They said, George Ioka, get the hell out of here. We had this new kid that was a second-round pick who shouldn't have been there, by the way, at a Wake Forest. Um, and you know he's one of the he's one of the seven amazing second round picks the Bengals have had. Not Drew Sample in my in our life in my oh. lifetime. Um, but yeah, I I think that's not like, rookie, Jake. I think I had to buy you his jersey for your birthday before I even yeah, know who the heck he was. Jesse Bates. I yeah. I mean it's I it's it sucked seeing him leave. I but it is what it is. He was one of my favorite players. But yeah, I I think Bengals fans kind of got a little spoiled with Jesse Bates just coming in as a twenty one year old and being a starter for four years. And don't think that Burrow wasn't upset about Bates leaving too, because how many different events outside of football did we see Bates and Burrow at together? So I they mean, can they still do friends. that. They, I can. Speaking of outside events, you guys see the party that Higgins and Chase had the other day in Miami on the boat. I saw the girls on yeah, the boat. T I, I, I kind of yeah, noticed TMZ, TMZ ate that too. up. I, I go straight to the girls in the bikinis. So, but it looked uh, like they were having fun. Hey, I'm guessing it wasn't a dry party. Yeah, it's 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 all good, you know. When you're not uh, when you're not married, and uh, you can just you know live life. Young, yeah. single with a lot of money, go do it. Hey, one more, hey. one more thing that I just one more thing that I I, I just thought of, and, and now I'm um, I'm seeing it. Uh, this is the same contract Bates got. This is the Jesse Bates money. They they got the, the same deal at a at the third most important position on the field. Oh, they were yeah. they were never giving this money to a safety. Oh, they, they had this. We we knew they had this money because they were offering it to Jesse Bates a little less, but we knew they had this money. It was going to go somewhere. 
Um, great and point, it had right? to go, and it had to go, it had to go somewhere soon, and it did. Yeah, you're not going to give four sixty four to a safety. Give four sixty four to your blindside left tackle. Yep. So, all right. Well, with that, Jake, we didn't do this at the beginning. I'm sorry. Tell them where they can find all your stuff because Jake does some amazing podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at Jake Circus. Just Jake Circus. A couple of pods coming out soon. March Madness, and then pretty soon it's going to be football season again. No. We'll, we'll be ramping up. Jake Circus podcast on Spotify and YouTube. It's, it's about it. Yeah, and if you don't subscribe, please subscribe. This show is by fans for fans. That's what it's all about. That's what's always been. So we don't ask you for money. We don't ask you to buy anything. Although I do want to thank Josh Hoffman for getting me out my James Brooks signed bobblehead. Um, so if you haven't checked out Cincy Bob's, I, I'm a paying customer. He doesn't give me these to do this. I do this because I'm a fan of what he does. So um we do uh do go check out Cincy Bob's, but we don't ask you for Patreon money. Just hit the bell, hit the subscribe, tell your other Bengal fans about us. We're just trying to grow this channel by fans for fans. And Devin, always a pleasure to have you on. We're gonna have you on more often. I think you're gonna carve out some time for us. Absolutely, so I love this. So get used to tell this. Tell me if I talk too much and I'll shut up. No, well, why? I won't hesitate. I'm not shy. And and if we have Heath in the room, he's not shy either. So uh so and these are the homeboys. We, this is the LA crowd. We're going to games together. We were at the Charger games. We so all good. So we you got to come yeah. out to Arizona this year, by the way. Oh, I'm we're there. I would <laughs> much rather go to Arizona. Santa Clara is one of the most dangerous stadiums in the league. They have more stabbings, more incidents at Santa Clara. I don't know that I want to go up to Santa Clara to see the game, but I'll definitely come to Arizona. So we're going to be doing something. I have a friend of mine owns a house that he only stays at one week a month. So I have access to a house there. So our condo. So I will be definitely, I had the Super Bowl all lined up. All I had to do is they just had to get there. I already had my housing taken care of. So, uh, but uh, we'll we'll have you over to dinner when you, uh, for the game. It'll be awesome. So, um, and uh, and once again, I don't know when our next show is going to be. It's going to be dictated by the news. So sometime next week, you know, when news happens, we're you know, check it out. We're going to be there. So um, there'll be some that. signings in the next couple of days. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we'll do Tips a show start next to fall. Week. I just don't know where it's going to be. This was literally, uh, I mean, what ninety minutes ago he was signed, and here we are. So we get the news out just that quickly. So with that, I'm going to say, who day, everybody? Take care.